I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The year is 2012. To the sky I rise, spread my wings and fly. Leave the past behind and say goodbye to the scared child inside. I sing for freedom and for love. I look at my reflection, embrace the woman I've become. The unbreakable lotus in me, I now set free. Wow. Uh, My answer was shaken. Lotus. (laughs) I really felt that. Thank you. Yes, it was a dramatic reading of Lotus Intro. Which is uh, so good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Legend X came through. Wow. We just end the podcast right there. Yeah, that's it. 20 years of Lotus coming soon. (laughs) wow well mine is not that but also this year that was so good i am i just like got chills for a split second yeah we once cleared out a bar because i put that on the jukebox oh yeah people left (laughs) because it just kept playing over and over oops oops well speaking of getting chills and shaking Mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna take you guys there Summer 2012. The location is London. Black taxi cabs start pouring into the arena. Who could it be? The announcers don't know. Everyone's shaking and crying. I'll stand by. For this night only. A lot of excitement surrounding the arrival of these black cabs. And then suddenly, five of these taxi cabs drive to the center of the stage. One lights up black, one's pink, one's blue, one's cheetah, and the one in the middle is the UK flag, and then all of a sudden you just hear... And some not-so-black cabs as well. And everyone's like, oh my god, I'm shaking, it's a Spice Girl! God, what a moment. (sighs) Best reunion. I mean, they've killed both of the big reunions. 07 tour, and then 12 Olympics, iconic. I saw both. This was, like, I just remember the chills that went through my body were next level. Yeah. It was so good. Because it was never officially announced. No. There were, like, TMZ videos. Yeah. And then the second those, like, taxi cabs, like, turned the corner, I was like, oh, my God. And even the announcer's like, well, it's been highly rumored that. (laughs) And then all of a sudden they lit up and you just saw, like, the flag and the cheetah and, like, the black. God. God. Perfect. Posh voguing, like, three feet away from them as she... It was, it was honestly their like highlight of their oh completely career. like it was the it should have been the perfect ending it should We're have not gonna, been we, I we don't have to talk out. about 2019 four girls and jess glenn opening yeah it's iconic iconic we'll keep it there also in 2012 rihanna released her studio album unalapagetic oh yeah <laughs> For the locals who may not be aware, there is an iconic tweet from Rihanna that is still up to this day where she misspelled unapologetic and she just, it's like, go by unalapagetic. (laughs) (laughs) It's still there. Still there. Great album. Wow. Yeah. I was there at that release party too. She was there eating fries. Queen. She signed my little placard, my unalapagetic placard. (laughs) 
<laughs> Another story. 20 years of Rena coming soon. Wow. <clears throat> well, speaking of girls that have X Factor, that's literally what this oh, year is about. So let's um, jump into 2012. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. Hey, I'm Bradley Stern. This, this is, is our, our new, new brand. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no that's that's not going to work. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley Stern. And this is It's Britney, Bitch. A podcast for stands. By stands. Dedicated to 20 years of the living legend, Britney Jean Spears. So we start the year actually with a little feature that is a kind of a nice tie-up of everything. Feature is an interesting word. <laughs> it's a it's a nice picture. It's kind of like... Um, it's is it? Her, well, yeah, it's her and the okay, whole casting crew. Uh, all right. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I like it because it's it, well lit. It, it's <laughs> it is well lit. It's her and the five million people who made the Femme Fatale tour happen, and there's it's in V Magazine, and there's just like a wrap up of her figures and stuff, and presenting her as a living legend. Yeah, um, you know because <laughs> we had just finished the Femme Fatale tour, which thank you if you made it through that monster yeah, of an episode. That was trauma. It was trauma. It was therapy. But, you know, we got through it. And then they decided in January to just remind us about it again. They did. In V Magazine. Um, The only thing about this photo shoot is she looks like a cardboard cutout that is just placed in the middle of the rest of the team. Yeah. And I have no doubt that that's what that was. Uh, Yeah. It was a great cutout. I could have been. honestly think it was everyone on the team. And then they photoshopped (laughs) in a Candy's outtake. Yeah. I mean, that's what we get for the next six years. So. (laughs) All right. You know what? Some people thought we were being too negative. We're just being honest. We're just being honest. I mean, I like, though, that they tried to at least cement the legacy and make it look like, you know. Right. She was getting coin and all that stuff. So good for her. Um, It's a quiet beginning of 2012 before all the announcements. Uh, She randomly attends the Olympic Committee's World Conference on Women in Sport. Well, she is an athlete. She is an athlete. She can Um, dance. Not everyone can. Not everyone has that. Yeah, and she, like, takes pictures with, like, Olympic medalists like Michelle Kwan. And she just, like, twit pics from the event, which is so random. But also, yeah, sportney. So <laughs> women, women supporting women. Everyone's like, sport album is coming. Oh, my God. Oh Volleyball. My God. <laughs> <laughs> um, she also is getting praise from the newly debuted Lana Del Rey, who is dropping Born to Die this year, inventing Sugar Daddies and Sadness. Oh. Yeah. Born to Die happens this year. And in several interviews, she is shouting out Britney and she says like she doesn't really care about any fem- female musicians except for Britney. She's like, there's something about her that's interesting to me. And then one year before she posted, it was pretty iconic. She posted on her Facebook when she had like 10 fans. She posted the Hold It Against Me video and wrote, other than Elvis, Nirvana and Nina Simone, she's still my favorite. Wow. For Hold It Against Me. I know. She was an early stan. Relatable. Very. So we love Lana. Lana loves Britney. Legends only. So True. <clears throat> yeah, this was a um in comparison to last year, which was quite active. Yes. We get a slow spring. Slow spring because things are happening. The, well, yes. <clears throat> yes. At the same time, there's Michelle Bell in March, mm-hmm. and she um, is a songwriter who worked with Britney through In the Zone to the very oh-so-mysterious original Doll Sessions during the Onyx Hotel tour, and she starts talking, because everyone starts talking like five to ten years after the fact, and um, we'll, I think we'll get into this more, and maybe, I don't know, what do you think, Kyle? Like, Well, what do you guys, would you like us to do a bonus episode 
dedicated solely to the unreleased, remixed, reimagined, still iconic, still and unreleased, unreleased. <laughs> bonus tracks yeah. of Britney. Because they start to, you know, as everyone's computer and technology start to advance, people just start leaking more things on various True. platforms. Yeah. Like SoundCloud, which is another <laughs> place that you can listen to this podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, there's more that start leaking this year. Yeah. And um, there's just, there's like a whole, I would say like three albums worth of unreleased. Absolutely. At this point. Yeah. We get um, Money, Love and Happiness, Peep Show and Ouch this year, which all kind of add to the original doll mystique and kind of give you a better impression of like where she is mentally at the time. So we can talk about those maybe in an episode if you want. Mm-hmm. What should we have them tweet at us? Oh, unreleased. What's a good emoji? What's an unreleased emoji? If you would like an unreleased deep dive, deep Uh, in our hearts and unreleased. mm, Let me look. Let me, yeah, let's see. Hmm. Should we do the crystal ball? Oh, we should. (laughs) Yes. If you would like us to choose our own destiny and talk about the unreleased songs, send us crystal ball emojis. Yes. (laughs) Would you like me to tell you your future? (laughs) No, thanks. I choose my own album tracks. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Does she? Does she? That is pretty much it for the spring. And we are going to jump into a little show called The X Factor. The X Factor, brought over from the UK. Yes. Now, the rumors about this, I remember, started early. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like, please, no. Please, Please, God, no. Please, God, no. Just don't. Just no. If anything, if if Team Britney knows anything, it's what the fans want, which is exactly what we got, which is Britney on a reality television series. That's exactly what we wanted. Right. Um, <laughs> so. We were still a little traumatized from chaotic. So it was, uh, a little, yeah. it was a little nerve-wracking, the rumors. But then two things happen in April. Oh. Should we start good news? Or, well, or, well, I was both say, of them are bad. With, <laughs> <laughs> good news first or bad? Oh, wait. bad or badder. Um, okay, so... <laughs> So in April, mm-hmm. it is officially confirmed that the legendary Miss Britney Spears is going to be a judge on season two of The X Factor. Yes, alongside Demi Lovato, Simon Cowell, and L.A. Reid. Which is a solid panel. Solid panel. My first reaction was horror, um, because I was like, you're going to take somebody who's notorious for lip syncing and notorious for people judging her voice and have her judge people's vocals? Okay, I was, well, here... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, here comes the um the stand just the stand just popped, sat up just on his jumped couch. Out. Um, <laughs> so the X Factor was kind of different. I felt like than the Voice sure. and Idol. And so I remember I was horrified, not in the sense of like her being a judge. I was yeah. horrified in the sense of like I was more nervous about the schedule. Yeah, and coming off of last year, I was like, okay, she can't. I don't know if she can handle the schedule. Yeah, but. If you think about the words X factor, which is difficult to have. Not everyone has everyone that. Has that. Mm-hmm. Brittany has that. She does. There are very few people who have that. We don't need to, I don't need to tell you who else I think has it. Well, there's one person from the X factor that I'm going to say that I think has it. A winner? No. Oh. Um, we'll get there in a second. Okay. Um, don't keep me waiting. I'm keeping you waiting. <laughs> You'll have but to wait and see. Brittany has X factor. Like, I never went to Brittany as, like, a vocalist. Right. Like, to me, I like her as a person and an entertainer. Mm-hmm. She has X factor. Yeah. But I don't, yeah. It was... I was worried because she was judging, ultimately judging voices. Right. And there was actually less backlash than I thought about her, like, people being like, but you don't sing. There's mm-hmm. one contestant who clapped back and was like, you use autotune. That's why you use autotune and I don't. Actually... Oh! 
Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Because I remember at first I was like, oh, maybe they'll change up the the format. Yeah. Because now that Britney's on, like maybe they'll do more of like a an America's Got Talent where it'll just be entertainers. Any X Factor kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And not like The Voice, which is so, like they kind of pick up singers that already have a following. Yeah. I don't know. No, I know. I, and she was like going up against Xtina. Like they were starting. Oh, to, and yeah, I was like, I don't, voice. I'm like, I don't, I'm not here for that. No. This, this reigniting of a feud. Yeah. Via ratings. I don't need this. Yeah. And ultimately, and I think this is like probably what Britney fans feared most is like her having to do public speaking. I mean, yeah. she can hit the stage. Obviously it ebbed and flowed over the years, but speaking, she hates, she hates right. promo. She hates interviews and this is literally a solely speaking job right and it's live live that was the other thing where i was like oh yeah so thanks for signing her up for that larry yeah well (laughs) we're gonna deep dive through all of that in a second but um the other thing that happened this month Mm. rest in peace r.i.p radar horse he is no longer with us no just forever in spirit in the radar video as a strong, muscular horse who was showered down by water and mm-hmm. very sensual, uh, strong horse. Yes, a very <laughs> legendary animal in the Brittany legacy. Yes. And underrated. Uh, uh, radar rated? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Banana the Snake is, is the truly snake. The, the true star, as right. Brittany would say. True star. But, you know, Radar Horse is really, we just have to yeah. give it up for him. Give it up for He's him. Amazing. Wasn't he amazing? <laughs> oh my God, this track just, we just used past tense. That's horrible. Oh. Anyway, okay. And live on forever. <laughs> All right, so X Factor. Mm. So this kicks off in May at the Fox Upfronts. And this was a speed bump along the road. So they do this junket where, you know, everyone, if you have a new show or whatever, it's like basically where celebrities go on stage and they're like, hey, how's everyone feeling? And yeah. then people cheer and then advertisers buy into your show. It's like a whole technical thing. It's yeah. like super boring and whatever. It's just corporate america super corporate yeah so they go on stage they all get introduced and she has her first iconic quote which is (laughs) (laughs) the first time we get true star yeah which would happen numerous times it's like the sweetie Sweetie, amazing but this is the first time that we get it yeah and she just says like one line and then throws to simon um, I'm going to say a few words but I'm sure you'd much rather hear initially from the lovely Brittany well, first of all, I'm so excited about this whole experience. It's going to be so much fun and so different from anything I've ever done. And I'm ready to find the true star. Back to you, Simon. She's super nervous, obviously. Yes. And everyone's just standing around awkwardly. And she's a little disheveled here. She is. And the other thing is, at this time, all of the headlines are talking about how much money she's making. Because this is like an unprecedented right. amount of money. Yeah, she made... I, was it the highest? I think it was the highest. It was like twenty five million, something yeah. absurd. I know that Mariah made a lot from Idol yeah. too. I feel like that was another big one, which is like yeah. I think Britney kind of led to that. Not like yeah. I think like they they were buying these major superstars because people cared more about the judges than the talent. Well, for let's years. be fair. I mean, she is the star of that panel. Oh, what? Well, oh, the Levotics are coming for you. What? Well, no, that. <laughs> I love Demi Lovato. No, no, I know. No, it, it was all about this absurdity of having Britney Spears on a panel. It right. Was like, it, it, the, in terms of the whole package, right. she is the star of that panel. Right. Everyone, all eyes on her, as one might say. Yes. Yeah. And so everyone was kind of like waiting on her to see what she was like. And she gives us this one very GMA-esque 
line where she's just like, back to you, Simon. Yeah, it was very GMA-ny. She was very femme fatale in the eyes mm. here. Yes. And there's also, so she, she does an outfit change. So like she comes out and she's got like the, it's like a beige yeah. kind of like chic. The beige was a bit of a serve. It was. And then she switches into this purple outfit, which was also a serve. Mm-hmm. But like her hands, like her all of her nails are completely bitten off. Yeah. And this is where, you know, we start getting like HD photos. Well, no, we've had HD photos, but like. The photos were the f- clear. The-, the photos were very zoomed in. Yeah. Her nails are like literally half bitten off mm-hmm. and her hand is bleeding. And that was like the first headlines out of the gate. Yeah, you're right. Because this was, this is, so Upfronts came like months before the show premiered. Yeah. And this was like the first moment that we got, which was like kind of mildly horrifying. Definitely. Because I'm like, oh, this was technically a live event, even though it was only covered really by press. But yeah. like, just wasn't. No, I um, mean, the essence of being a reality show judge is you're kind of a ham and you're willing, you would love to have the camera on you the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. for the most part, most of the judges are super hammy and like super talkative. I mean, any of them could talk all day. And then you have her who it's like literally painful when it pans to her right. for the upfronts and from there on in. Well, that's sort of, sort of the thing that I noticed switched with these singing competition mm. judges. It's like, it went from being like, we're going to actually find oh, yeah. a superstar. The true star. To this is an opportunity for you as a, uh, well, I was going to say artist, but I was thinking of some other panelists that I don't think fall into that <laughs> category. So I'm going to say entertainer instead of the word artist. Entertainers would fill in these. Non-hot 100 number one havers. Which is difficult to get. Not everyone has that and mm-hmm. still doesn't have it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I just... Uh, she popped off. Um, you might want to say caution. I was just getting a little heated. Um, no, so like these judging roles became opportunities for entertainers to sit there in front of millions of people and like hawk their own music and do their own promo. Fake and drama like, slash real drama. But right. Like that was what was... Yeah, the judges became the forefront completely. versus them actually trying to find like a new queen of pop. Absolutely. Which they really haven't found one since... I mean... Leona was from original X Factor. That mm-hmm. was solid. X Factor UK has had quite a few. One Direction, Little Mix, Cher Lloyd, a bunch. Well, the UK has the UK, way better taste than... Well, yes, that too. Like, in, with music, they have... Like, the taste really jumped out over there. They did. Yes, completely. That was a fantastic string of actual stars for a while there. They also do TV a lot better, I think, yes, in the UK. The drama of UK X Factor is incredible. Like, well, the way they, they also... A lot of their shows like are like in primetime and stuff. They mix in popular music oh, into true. their shows, mm-hmm. the and sinking. so they actually like boost, yeah, music there. Whereas like here, it's so like everyone's just so greedy and just like you can't have the rights to this or that. So like no one hears music. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's true. Like too. The same ten songs on radio. <laughs> Basically, the United States is trash. Yeah. Um, I just shaded eighty wow. percent of our. He just viewers. licked a donut while he said that right here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we have Britney brought on really to be a star and not to find talent. That's kind of right. the gist of this whole situation. And I don't know, I don't think they were trying to do anything between Demi and Britney. I think. No, not at all. Yeah. I think they were just like younger ish demographic. Yeah, it was a demographic thing. Gay demographic. And yes. then also having like, you know, Simon, who's obviously carries so much Simon history. Forever, yeah. And L.A. Reid, who has like the technical. Mm-hmm background industry connect industry yes yeah industry moment yeah we have that at the same time just a, a slight um footnote in the 
Britney book. Oops, I did it again. The best of Britney Spears is announced. A tragic compilation featuring my baby. Uh, yeah. Featuring that femme fatale looking back bed photo, I believe. Is Which was kind of fierce. Yeah. But this, it's, it's not this that compl- it was unofficial. It, it's official. It's just like unnecessary. It, yeah. It was like a weird, strange release. It was. And it didn't need to happen at all because no, and had nothing from blackout. So everyone was like, um, right. It was so strange. Yeah. yeah. It was an odd moment anyway. So that's announced. So what happens is that the judges all start going around the country and this is the X factor auditions. And because this is at this point, Twitter is a thing. Social media is a thing. So everyone who's going is live tweeting, recording, Instagram, whatever, Mm -hmm. from the auditions, even though I think you're not supposed to. I'm pretty sure. But they didn't take away phones. So this is where, you know, people start voice memoing from inside these tapings. Including me. Well, no. You were there. I was there. I did not voice memo. I think I live tweeted or I wrote it up on on MewMews.com, an irrelevant blog for 12 gays. Um, (laughs) I went to Providence joined my friends Lance, Jordy, and Michael, who may or may not be listening. Hey, guys. Uh, We went to the auditions in Providence. Michael got front row the first day. So I'm biased, but I think uh, her outfit during Providence was the best. It was red dress, that, like, red wrap. Yes, that was a good dress. That was a good one. Just very uh, sexy moment. Because some of them were, yeah, less so. So drove there for the weekend from Connecticut, being a Connecticut local, to Providence. And yeah, sat there for several hours staring at the back of her head. There was a really life-affirming moment that happened in the audience. Uh, it, it kind of changed my whole worldview. Because this is, we're getting into the whole, like, wait, the world doesn't revolve around Britney moment. Right. Because I'm sitting next to this Gaby. He's like 16 years old. And Which I'm, would define for the girls what that is. A, a gay, a, a gay boy. A gay. Yes. Yeah, a, a younger. A, a young, younger. And I'm alone at this one because I think... A lot of us had like staggered seating for some of the auditions and we we were kind of just like taking whatever there was. It was, you know, every man for himself to see the back of her head. So, um, so I'm sitting with this gay boy who eventually like tries to make talk with me, small talk. And he's like, so who are you here for? And I'm like, but a Brittany, I mean, what, why is that a question? Would you be here? Yeah. Hello. And he goes, oh, cool. I like Brittany, but she's kind of old now. I'm here for Demi. And I literally felt the entire world shift around me and twist on its axis. And that is when I realized I was old. Older. Older than yesterday. (laughs) Cause I'm older than yesterday. (laughs) My God. Um, It was really shocking. And that was also kind of a point where I was like, oh, so Demi like is a queen of pop to the teens now. Yeah. So I liked Demi as like a pick. Oh, same. Yeah. I I would just like to... Put that on the record. Absolutely. She's got the voice and she... She does uh, have the voice. Definitely had the personality to be mm-hmm. like sassy, but also supportive. Um, I don't think a lot of people have seen this, but she opened for the Jonas Brothers, who I think are kings of pop. Right. And I remember seeing her in Madison Square Garden and she came out and she sang acapella. Oh. And did this like moment and she started crying and she was like, I, this like my dreams are coming true. Oh. And she had this like really emotional like moment and everyone, the whole MSG sold out cheered for her and i was like wow that girl can fucking sing yeah she really can 
I've like unintentionally seen her like five times live because she's either <laughs> opened or like, I mean, I just keep getting invited to it, which I'm happy for. It's just like I, it was during, definitely during the string of like 2011, 12, she was touring a lot and stuff mm-hmm. and I kept seeing her. She's amazing live and um, we love and support Demi. Mm-hmm. Make, um, a wave. Make, a, <laughs> make a wave. So at the same time, um, I'm in the auditions. Some things to note, the rumors are true. After, in between auditions, uh, Larry and um, Jason immediately come out, grab her by both hands, and take her away as the three other judges turn around, sign autographs, and take selfies. After every audition or break, she is immediately escorted out. She's the only one ever. And And how long were the breaks? mm, it, It ranged. There was one that was like 20 minutes, and there was one that, you know, a shorter one. And then there was one audition she just flat out missed. Like it was just three of them. And I know that they use stock footage. Yeah. Older footage of like reactions if they need to for those moments. But like there were reports happening at this time that like there were anxiety attacks and there were like smoke breaks for her frequently. And she definitely was not there as much as the others. Yeah. There was the report that she the first day like walked out and didn't return. Yes. And I was not personally there, but an inside source told me that that was true as well. Mm -hmm. She was super nervous, super unprepared to be on live television, Mm -hmm. did not want to be there. I mean, that's just, that's just the fact. Like you can read it on her face in so much of this series. But I also feel like, and maybe, I mean, I don't know if we need to talk about it now, Mm. but like this sort of confirmed my fear with her is that I don't think she's a mean person. Oh, totally. And like Simon, that's his kind, that's his thing. Like that's his entertainment like that's his personality to be yeah and there were so many of these auditions that were set up to be bad yeah and i think it just really is not her thing it's not however she unintentionally is quite sassy and she says i pass to almost everybody (laughs) (laughs) which none of that made it into the actual right there's a compilation of it yeah there's voice memos like recordings of her saying literally the judges just being like you know, I think blah, 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 going on and on and on. And they're just like, and Brittany? And she says, I pass. I pass. <laughs> Brittany, it's your turn. I pass. <laughs> yeah, she also, during mine, which didn't get airtime, I don't believe, it was a, a duo, a couple, married couple. And she's like, I don't really like your image. I think you should wear a wig. And the entire stadium was like, what? And Simon was like, what do you mean, Brittany? And she's like, both of them, they should wear a wig. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that made it. It didn't make it. It was, she kept saying really weird things. The other thing was, um, they said, yes, yes. It was two yeses. And then it came to her and she goes, Simon, you can read my mind. You know what I'm thinking. And Simon had to be like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, I know that she was being, she had an earpiece in. That was the other thing is people clocked the earpiece. So I think sometimes she was being fed like critiques or interest did the other judges have no no Mm-mm. really i don't think so interesting yeah at least sometimes i think there was like an earpiece moment right um yeah and the nervous scribbling on the notes and stuff like there was so much weirdness but yeah there was a lot of times where she made a critique or said something that just landed so flat and a lot of it just didn't make the final recording yeah this is a rocky start to the x-factor and i also remember too because 
so this is happening in the summer before we're actually getting to see the show, which all this would air True. later in September. Yeah. But we're getting all the photos. We're getting fans that are leaking stuff. Mm-hmm. And even the photos of like the arrivals and stuff, she just looks, she looked really uncomfortable. Yeah. We're like, like rooting a lot for of... her when she looks even slightly present and happy. Yeah. Which was difficult mm-hmm. to, because coming off the femme fatale era, mm-hmm. it was already nerve wracking. It was. And then this was just not. No. This is like. Wasn't starting off well. No. But I think we do get some improvements. We do. Eventually she, I mean, you kind of get forced into getting used to this, mm-hmm. but she was so not built for this. So yeah. So finally it does premiere in September. Yeah. So then we, yes, yeah, so we start to get promo in September oh, yeah. mm-hmm. leading right up to the premiere. She does E.T. Oh, can we talk about the promo photo? Oh, oh, wait, and the the photo and that little video teaser. Yeah, which was not a serve. It was like black dress, right? Yeah, and, and then she the looks guitar where she like smashes it into the oh, right. Yeah, yeah, it was like a mom look. It was so mom. That was the other thing. Yeah, I mean, we can go through. We'll discuss later the looks. The looks, of this. but <clears throat> it was a weird mix of like mom. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I, I certainly don't know either. Which at this point, she's only like 31. Oh, yeah. She's she, like our age now. She totally, she dresses hotter now. It was like. True. It was such a weird stylistic choice mm-hmm. for most of those nights. There were some serves, but, you know, we can get into it. Yeah. So, E.T., it's premiere month. She goes on E.T. with Simon. And it's, this is where she has like the blue tint in her oh, hair. Yeah, oh god. Um and it was really interesting because they actually say to her they're like there was this rumor that you had a panic attack and she doesn't deny it. Really in your L magazine interview, you said that you were suffering severe panic attacks. Is it really that bad working with this one? No. <laughs> no. Was I that I, bad? No, I have me? a regular anxiety like anybody would, like just nervous anxiety You and never told me that. Yeah, I do. I really do. No, but you never told me that I made you anxious. Um, let's not talk about this. You just make it worse. Exactly. Well, thanks, Terry. <laughs> so you recently said that Britney almost quit on the first day. So why was that? Well, everyone nearly does on the first day, whether it's Britney, Demi, L.A., every person in the first couple of hours is sitting there thinking, what am I doing on this show? You know, she really just comes clean about it. I think it was not that it was nice to hear, but it sort of explained everything. And then, yeah, how did you feel about that? I thought Simon went above and beyond to try and remedy the situation. I, yeah. think, I think Simon brought her on not fully knowing what was going on with her. Right. And then once she came on board, was like, well, let me try. Let's make the best of this. Because yeah. I think he probably had in his mind the, the superstar of 2003 situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all knew 2007 happened, but I still what happened in 11 to 13 is like was worse than 07, like her personality wise. So I don't think he fully knew what he was taking on at that time. Probably not because he's backtracking a lot in these interviews and really trying to support her and really trying to like bring her out of her shell. That's what I feel like he really champions her. And I think he really knows that she's funny. Mm -hmm. I think he kind of is a Stan of her. Totally. And I don't think he did it to be like setting her up to be, but no. he was trying to help her and guide her to be like, you can be yourself. You can be funny. Say what you want. Like, yeah. he, you saw he had this like mentoring. I think he expected erraticness because of 2007, but in a good way. Instead, we right. get like nervous, 
leaving the set, which is the opposite of what anybody wants. Mm-hmm. Like that's not good TV really. Like her shouting things and doing British accents would have been better, but it's not the Britney of 2012. No. So instead we get social anxiety. We do. So we get that. And I think he, you know, meant to do that with Demi, who's also a, an excitable character. Yeah. And then also in this interview, they say to her, the whole Christina thing, they're like, how do you feel going up against Christina and the voice? And she says something, I mean, I'm going to insert it in here, but she says that they're friends. So Brittany, Christina said to me that she's very proud of you and she thinks it's great that, you know, women are taking over TV. So how do you feel about going up against Christina? Well, I don't really see it as, I don't like the whole rival rivalry thing or anything like that. I just, you know, she's a good friend of mine. I love her to death, but um, I feel like the shows in essence are, you know, we're, the element of the show, they're basically the same thing, but I feel like the show all in all, there's two totally different shows. The 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 layout and everything of the show, the formats, it's like you can't even compare the two. So And, and you, Christina's coming to watch the show with oh, us. Oh she is We're having yeah. a popcorn party. <laughs> yeah, she's bringing the yeah. popcorn. In your PJs, yeah. yeah. And she just plays it off like, you know, I'm not into this rival thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think she, I, I think she's over it. Like I, she's so far past it now. It's like so not a thing. They're so not main contenders in the game anymore that it's absurd that it's still like the 12 stands who keep it up on Twitter, like violently fighting about it. It's like, oh my God. It's so tired. It's so tired. It's so not a thing. Um, But they definitely did play off of it. I mean. Yeah, you kind of have to. It's like, it's crazy that they're on TV at the same time doing the same thing. Right. So, yeah. I mean. It would have been kind of fierce if they did a musical moment. Yeah. Together. Like at this time, it would have been a win-win for both. For both. Christina's busy doing make the world move on The Voice in the wig and the crown. Mm -hmm. Army of me. Army of me. Iconic. Lotus is so good. Anyway. Um. (laughs) So we also get another promit. Uh, (laughs) A promit. A promit. That's actually (laughs) a good word. Yeah. We get a promit. Yeah. A promo moment. On Ellen. Mm, we sure do. That becomes part of my legacy. Yes. <laughs> so you tell your story first. Okay. Well, actually, let's talk about what she does because it happened after the show. Oh, that's right. It was yeah. In, okay. So she, her and Simon again are on the promo circuit together. Yeah. And she's with Ellen. I thought she was way more comfortable here. Yeah. She's better with Ellen always. Yeah. Mostly. She was... The look was interesting. Yeah, it was like a red kind of turtleneck knee mm-hmm. moment. An interesting look. Yeah, the dress was kind of a serve. Yeah. The hair lovely. was very mom. Yeah. And she does like turtle face during it once. She like crinkles her face. That becomes a, a little gif. Yeah. The makeup, like she does this smoky eye a lot, like in yeah. the beginning that is just way too dark mm-hmm. and just is very <laughs> interesting. But hmm just doesn't really match nope. the outfit, no. but she, I think, is having fun with Simon and Ellen. She is. She looks way more comfortable than she has been up to this point. Yeah, and Sai is also on the show, and Gangnam Style is happening mm-hmm. in a big way, and they do the dumb dance. They do. And Lord knows that's probably right up her alley. She probably loved that. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I would say that was a more successful pro-mint. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then they talk about how Simon had to like call her a bunch of times and convince her oh, to do it. that's right. They were very open about the fact that she doesn't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> but then it was, it was weird because then she's like, she basically admits that she didn't want to do it at first. Yeah. But that she comes around and then decides that she wanted to do it. All right, so let's talk about how this came across. Because I know that a lot of people have asked you to do shows like this. There are a few other shows that have wanted you. Why did you say yes to this and how did you say yes? Well, actually, my makeup artist was on the road with me for like eight months. And she was actually Simon's makeup artist at first. And um, we just talked about it. And she talked about how much fun she had on the show. And um, Simon decides to give me a charming phone call, and I couldn't resist. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. I know. There was a weird mix of being completely over it and actually being very into it. I think there are elements of the job that she enjoyed. I think she liked the concept of uh, mentoring kids. Mm -hmm. She clearly got the kids because that was the only thing that would appeal to her. Right. But then when it came down to actually having to eliminate people... (laughs) And give constructive, constructive criticism. criticism someone who like wasn't a good singer. Right. She completely just didn't want to do it. No. And neither Which makes did, sense. I mean, Ellen was also awful. Remember that one season she did Idol? She was terrible on Idol. Oh, that's she's, right. That's not in her character. Either. At least True. her stage character is like not to be like that. I forgot that she did Idol. Awful. With Cara Diaguardi, I believe. Right. That was a tragic moment. You know, they just try out different personalities and some really don't work out i mean mariah was fabulous but like oh she's incredible and she does give good constructive criticism but like she's also not supposed to be in that situation either true it's just like i mean the original idol lineup was like fabulous for what it did it was kind of like these are people who are not really trying to be overshadowing the contestants exactly they were there to give feedback and yeah so immediately after the ellen appearance she goes backstage and she has a live q a with fans i am one of the fans you are this is my first interaction direct with the holy spirit i am in my parents kitchen nope dining room (laughs) (laughs) wearing a button-up there is well we'll put in the audio somewhere here and there is a video as well it was a video skype chat yeah, from the green room or from something. From the green room of Ellen. It is so awkward. That was like at first canceled and then it was like rescheduled and it was still happening. It could not have been more perfectly awkward. It was Larry sitting next to Brittany and she's like fielding questions from like... Well, it was all- like all of them. It was like, wasn't it Larry, oh, Adam yeah. and Jason Adam and too. then yeah, yeah. Brittany? Mm-hmm. And they're all just sitting there like Which silent is- waiting We're- for... And it's recording. It's recording. It's on silent. They're just sitting there looking so awkward. And spoiler alert, if you ever get a meet and greet, it's like all of them staring at you while you do your meet and greet. It's like seven people watching you. Oof. Um, anyway, so that's happening. All these locals are asking their questions. And they're all very, like, not great questions, I will say. If I remember correctly, because I'm fully blacking out at this point. I'm very nervous. I'm in a button-up shirt. I want to look right for her. Um <laughs> texting everyone freaking out I'm like this is happening and i'm the only one who dares to ask <laughs> oh my god i'm like it finally comes to me and i like cut on they don't like tell you when you're coming on really it just right. like i was just sitting there awkwardly for a minute and they're like hello hello hey how are you we're doing well, hey, Brittany. hello uh my name is brad 
Um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for inspiring me for so many years. You're a beautiful person inside and out. Thank you so much. That's very sweet. Thank you for your time. <laughs> um, so I had a question for you. Um, so I know you're incredibly busy with X Factor and Twister Dance and Fantasy Twist and everything else going on right now. <laughs> Which, like, I wasn't trying to be shady, but that's <laughs> fucking God. hysterical. But um, I was wondering if you had started to think at all about the kind of sound or genre that you wanted to explore for your next studio album. Not yet. Nope. <laughs> and she just looks at me and she goes, not yet. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And then Larry chimes in. And he's like, so where are you from? Go oh, Connecticut. How's the weather? Where are you from right now? Where am I from right now? I am from Connecticut. How's the weather? Beautiful. How is it by you? Same here. But it's hot. We're in Burbank right now. It's very hot. Nice. Okay, we'll have a well, good one. I'm sure whatever you come up with will be amazing. So I love you, Brittany. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And that's it. And I'm just like kind of awkwardly on there for a bit more. And then it cuts to the next person. And then fucking Sophia, what is it? Sophia Rose, Sophia Grace, Sophia and Rosie. Grace, yeah. Who has like a bop single. Oh, yeah. Queen of Pop. jumps into the dressing room and like interrupts the live stream and Brittany's way more interested in Sophia. Oh yeah. And that basically ends it. But yeah, that was my really um, legendary chat with her. And then not yet kind of became a meme because everyone's like dying for new music and her response is like, not yet. Basically her answers to like everything. Everything is like, no, Nope. I pass. Not, Not yet. At all. So yeah, that's kind of what happened. And from that point forward, we get like n- little to no information about music. Yeah, there's like no music at all, but it comes later. It does come later. Um, I will say the fandom was very nice to me after that. And they appreciated that I was the only one who asked because that's what they all wanted to know. Right. Because the other thing is now that we kind of like how we mentioned before, how judges are really just entertainers looking to promo their own yeah music yeah which you know um this is no shade to lotus because i love lotus and you know i love extina but she infamously released lotus during the voice and no one bought it nope nope so it's not the not a working combo no it's not it doesn't actually help no it like at all nope but I think we were all thinking maybe the only reason why she's doing this is because at the end she's going to be like, surprise, oh, new album. Every fucking Exhale Forum topic was like next week she's performing live. Yeah. A constant, constant. Which Greatest hits medley. Judges do. It's like they literally perform. They would. And get like bigger production. Cheryl, than- Tweedy, Cole, Fernandez, Versini, Payne performed iconic performances on X Factor every year that she had an album. Mm-hmm. Mariah performed an idol. Uh huh. It's like, that's what you do. Lord knows Christina performed every week. Oh yeah, with that <clears throat> the pink wig. Mm-hmm. And she hit that one note. Make and it the cracks. world move. She made the world She made that not note. by iTunes. By Lotus <laughs> the on note split. Yeah, she made the note split. We stand. <sighs> we stand. Um, yeah, so no no hints of new music. Nope. And the early rounds and everything. Yeah, we start the judges. About to kick off. Yeah, the judges' houses. Yeah, boot, boot camp situation, whatever. So September rolls around, and it is time for all of these pre-taped 
experiences that we've been hearing about all summer to finally hit our television screens. Mm. We finally start to see footage of these auditions yeah. that we've been hearing about forever. Yeah. And like they literally mask over Oh, totally. Everything. Magic of television, right? The there. magic of television. Everything looks fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's edited into these like pieces. Yeah. Like I feel like Britney didn't get a lot of moments, but then they like made that montage where they're like, and not everyone is like happy about judges. And then yeah. it's just like this montage of her being like, no, 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 as like toxic plays, I think, in the background. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No thanks. No. That was not a great song for you to sing. The song was just in the wrong key. You're really off key. It's just not sung on key. I don't think you have that wow factor. I think you're confused with your direction. Me, I'm gonna have to say no. 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 And everybody thinks I'm the mean one. It's Britney, bitch. Which is like fierce. It's like they're trying so hard to give her a personality that's like assertive oh. in any way. No, not like a personality in general. I mean like a um a judge personality. Like right. no, no, no. Like they're like trying which to make role her is be, she gonna be? Yeah. Like is, is she the sassy one? Yeah. Right. And instead I mean they tried. We do, however, get some pretty good sound bites from her. We do. She is creeped out a lot. Uh, she told the one guy, I feel uncomfortable with you even looking at me, staring yeah, at me. Which that guy was so fake. Yeah. That well, was there's so many so planted set up. There were so many that were like you, and I think she just sat there and was like, "I don't, I'm not interested in this." Like, right. But when the kids would come out and they would actually be like good singers that you could tell were there for actual real reasons. Yeah. Remember that one? It's just like one point when someone almost made her cry, or no, she did yeah. start crying. Yeah. So it was like these certain moments where you could tell she genuinely connected. Yeah. But then, and then these, other like, times Brittany is not feeling it. Yeah. These like <laughs> bullshit things that they were making jokes out of. You, mm-hmm. you could tell she's was sitting there like, no, yep. I don't, I'm not even gonna, mm-hmm. she really wears it on her face. She, she does not care. Oh my God. It, she is Which so relatable. bad. Yeah. She's so bad at hiding that she doesn't want to do something. Right. There's one audition in particular we should probably talk about, which oh. is now has leaked in like it's 20 minute entirety. Mm-hmm. The, the rough audio from it. <clears throat> somebody walks out from her past um, and his name is Don Phillip. Mm-hmm. If you were following us uh, from 98 all the way up, then you already know his name. And if you're not, you're a fake fan. True. Um, he duetted with Brittany on the first album. I will still love you. Still a bop. He is very different in 2012. Uh, he's highly emotional seeing her and it starts off awkward. Cause she's like, I, I know him. Like we, we used to record together. Hello. Hello, what's your name? My name is Don Phillip. Oh my God. <laughs> you know him? I know him. From where? I used to record with him a long, long time ago. Seriously? Really? Like 10 years ago. Like. Didn't they have another unreleased They have unreleased, yeah. Together and too? he like leaks it. She does like background vocals or something yeah. or other. He, something's clearly up beyond him just wanting to sing. So he's starting to stammer and cry at the Mm. sight of her. And he eventually in a very long winded, like jerky speech says that he's gay and always wanted to like say it. And she says, I think it's fine. You're gay. Thereby, you know, advancing gay rights for the next 50 years. He like warbles through his song and it's not good. No, it was a really highly emotional. Yeah. Awkward. And mind you, this is happening in front of, not an arena, but like a basically like a half arena, definitely ish yeah. Yeah. of people, mm-hmm. and it's like dead quiet, and it's just 
you know, they're obviously, it's like all eyes on her and mm. attention on her. And that she really kind of has a freak out. She moment. does. Like you could tell she's internally like so uncomfortable. Yeah. She's upset. She's upset that this is a person from her past who's clearly struggling. Yeah. Like he doesn't look well. No. And I think that they set her up with this. Like, I don't think yeah. they told her in advance, like, we're going to bring out someone that you know. Mm-hmm. I think she was completely thrown off guard and that mm-hmm. they were trying to get a reaction. And so, I don't know. I thought it was kind of fucked up that they did this. It is. Although, they might have expected it to go entirely different. That's true. Um, like, it could have been a sweet... It could have been sweet. He could have gone through if he sang better and wasn't emotionally volatile. Like, yeah. I mean, he has a good voice. He did at least in 98 99 mm-hmm. so it's like i don't think they entirely knew that this and this breakdown was going to happen because if they did that was pretty good acting because i feel like it was so um raw and, and it was and like uncomfortable so it's for him to like fake the coming out thing would be like surprising if they knew he was going to do all of that i don't yeah. think they knew no i think it was all pretty genuine yeah the whole thing and yeah it just think, added to the uncomfortableness of it yeah yeah, so we get that moment, which is not great, but we do get some better moments. She's she's kind of all over the place with her emotions. She decides that she loves Ice Ice Baby, mm-hmm. um, gets up and dances to it. She does. Which is cute. A very mom dance. A very mom dance, a very mom look. Yeah. And she also has her lightning strike scare with Demi. <laughs> Which also, I feel like, was very genuine. Very genuine. Very genuinely horrified. She actually, like, drops, like, a couple F-bombs. Yeah. Because they do that gigantic X-Factor logo. Yeah. They do that huge, <laughs> it's like a gigantic... X over her didn't face. Didn't it literally say X-Factor yeah. like, over her face, yes. entire head? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you can't see her saying the F-word. Yeah. She There was a lightning storm during one of the auditions that was getting louder and louder, and... At one point, her and Demi just full-on freak the fuck out. Mm-hmm. The other thing, con- since we're on that topic, this is when Brittany decides that loud noises scare her. Uh, yeah. she There's reports the whole time that she's plugging her ears and waving to the crowd, but plugging her ears because right. the noise is too much for her, which, like, she's done five million concerts. Yeah, she talks about that, too, in, like, one of the backstage promos. She's like, I had to cover my ears because it was so loud. It's like no like this has always been your life mm-hmm. so this is another time where it's like something's definitely different about britney in this yeah. era yeah she's like the opposite of a pop star she's like nervous to be on camera she doesn't like loud noises but then she has these little breakthroughs of like enjoyment which are mm-hmm. cute we also get the moment because they also combined in a lot of behind the scenes backstage moments with the judges and you could tell she really likes Demi. Yeah. Which I liked a lot that they didn't go for the yeah, female the rivalry, rivalry thing which yeah. I think literally every other every other competition one has, has yeah. or had yeah. every single one was like pitting them against each other. It's like Danny Minogue versus Sharon Osbourne, mm-hmm. Mariah Carey versus Nikki. Again, back to the Billboard Hot 100 number 1 song which you just performed, which is difficult to get. Not everybody has that to their credit. Xtina versus everyone else on the panel. Literally anytime the voice <laughs> announced someone new, it was like a feud. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So this time it was almost like big sis little sis. Right, which yeah. I loved. Yeah. 
And then there's also a really cute moment where she sings happy birthday to L.A. Reid, which is live probably vocals. the last live vocal we've gotten. Yeah, the- <laughs> um, <laughs> at least on TV, yeah. Happy birthday, dear L.A. Oh happy birthday to you. And it is beautiful. Yeah, it was nice to see the camaraderie. Yeah. That, like, the judges were all there. They all liked her. Yeah. That whatever it was that she may have been going through, they still tried to, like... Yeah. They didn't try to exploit it, I didn't feel like. No. I feel like they were trying to give her a little bit of confidence. Like, yeah. Demi was always complimentary to oh, her. Demi Lovato confident? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On iTunes? What's wrong? She just turned to Brittany and said, what's wrong with being? <laughs> um, um, you're right, though. Yeah, which was nice to see. Because, it was. again, this is all pre-taped still. Yeah. So there's the dread still hovering yeah. at the time of like, what's going to happen when the show goes live. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. And it was two nights a week, live two nights a week. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Performance um, and results. Yeah. It was a short schedule. Mm-hmm. She only had to do like, I think eight weeks or something like that. It wasn't that right. many, right? but it was still a dread. Sure was. But before we get to those, we get through the auditions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank God. They're cute. They're fine. Nothing yeah. is bad that comes out of them. Right. Then it moves to this concept of going to the judges' houses. Yeah, boot Where camp. they get to, like, don't they, like, finalize their teams and, like... They do. They have to wean wean the teams down. They, they Yeah, they narrow down <laughs> to the various people. Their final, like, three or four. Yeah, so she rents out a house. It's not her own house. It's not her house. It's not. Like... <laughs> the fans even knew that because yeah. didn't she do photo shoots and stuff, like, at her house and yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah. And there was, you know, reports of like showing photos of her house. Like, that's not your that's house. That's not your house, sweetie. sweetie. Um, <laughs> and you're not going to your house, sweetie. Yes, yeah, so they do this concept. One of the other funny ones from this, before we get into Britney's, was Fifth Harmony singing. Um, Chantel, if, impossible. Yeah. Yes. If, but in front of like Simon Cowell's pool. Yes. Which probably was his house. Probably. Because, One of. Yeah, because like he's rich and yeah, probably doesn't have a problem with them seeing his house. Yeah. So there's that, but there's um, that. the and best she, part. <laughs> oh, and she is joined by Will I Am, Will You Not, right? Because everyone is paired with a celebrity when they do these things. Yeah, just continuing Which, that relationship. To be fair, at this time, is you know it hasn't taken a, its total turn yet. True. We'll get to that later. And she absolutely enjoys him, it, for better yes. or worse. She True. Feels, she calls him a mad scientist in the studio. He's a genius. Yes. So that's fine. This year, he was a genius. We'll discuss later. Okay. Um, okay, so the best part about Britney's judge's house moment, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you thought this at the time, <laughs> but like how far the contestants had yeah. to walk through her yard and around the pool and like down, they like literally put her on top of a mountain, yeah. essentially. Yeah. All the way in the backyard. Yeah. Like up a hill, around a mountain, the people had to walk forever ever to get to her (laughs) yeah which is kind of symbolic yes it really is and one of the best ones is this poor kid walks all like they show him walking all the way down and then she just tells him that he has to go home (laughs) and it's this amazing soundbite of just and you're going home sweetie i've made my decision And you're going home, sweetie. Cue dramatic music. It's fantastic. (laughs) And it has kind of gotten new life this year as a meme. 
Uh, yeah, she. It's a lot of sweetie. It's a lot of it's no a lot sweetie. Of sweetie. Mm, sorry, sweetie. Yeah, and then she also has an iconic face. One of the iconic. There's a lot oh, of them. Oh my god! Yeah, her but, like scrunched, confused knee. No, this is one where like her eyes bug out of her head, and she's like, "Oh yeah," and then she's just like, "That's horrible." Yeah, because <laughs> she was so upset at like how upset it was like eliminating eliminating people. children. So that's one of them. I I have a gift set on Tumblr where I did the face in like an eight. Or like a four by four grid, so it's just all the face. <laughs> I'll tweet it out at Brittany Podcast. You My can friend, follow us. Uh, Parker actually made me a vanilla candle with all of her reaction gif faces uh-huh. around it too, including that one. Yeah, there so. were a lot of from her this year. This is one of the more memorable ones. It was. I mean, there were too many gifts from this series. If nothing oh. else, that's what we got out of this: is gifts. There's galore. a lot, and then there's one more moment. From oh. these like judges' houses where Dark Childs. Yeah, there's like a weird moment where she's sitting in the studio and getting a call, uh, but she's next to Dark Child. And of course, he doesn't show up on Brinty Joan. So we no. don't. I don't know if that was. That fully could have been Hollywood magic because he's worked with her so many times and they were like, put her in a studio with someone she knows. Or they were working on music know. that didn't come to light, which is also entirely possible because she likes to record albums that don't come out. So I feel like they probably were working on something. It's possible. And yeah, probably were like, okay, let's get the cameras in there because yeah. they probably wanted that press. Probably. I believe they were probably working on something. Well, leak it, Rodney Jerkins. Literally. Um, so yeah, so we leave Britney's patio. Yeah. And <laughs> Brit- Britney's patio, quote unquote. Yeah. And then we are gearing up for the live shows. And she's got her, like, team picked out at this point, right? Yeah. It's like... It's like, uh, surprisingly, uh, Carly Rose, Son, and Claire, who ends up... Second place, Second I think. place or something. Diamond White, I think, is one yeah. of them. And then Beatrice Miller, formerly known as now B. Miller, who actually is, like, making moves on her own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the time, she was a highly embarrassing teen who wore a YOLO hat. Yes. Um, it was... Tragic. Yeah. It was. I mean, I kind of, I don't know. I mean, we know that Brittany loves kids. She's a mom. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like I didn't really, I didn't really like the whole family aspect of this being like teens and like whatever. I'm like, I don't know. It was weird. Oh, totally. And I, I mean, later some of them did sassily tweet that like Demi was more of a um, mentor than Brittany. I think one of them did Diamond or. Right. Which. I'm shocked that anyone would think that she was actually emotionally available to talk to them. Like right. she barely was hanging on during this. So I don't think the teens knew at that point what was going on. No, I, speaking of mentors, I think Brittany would have been better as a mentor. Yeah. Well, without doing the live shows and stuff, you mean just yeah, like, like if she or like was, being that guest. Yeah. Like if she was a guest yeah. that came in during these judges houses moments. Yeah. It should or, have been Will as the judge and she should have been the, or even the as like a team mentor when like the live shows with the performances and stuff kicked off. Cause I feel totally. like that's her element. Like is yeah. she has, you know, anyway. Yeah, no, you're right. So at this point you get booked for a gig. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually get booked sponsored but like not really because i didn't make any money off of it <laughs> but pepsi spawn cons the x-factor pre-show for those who think young and watch x-factor yeah so pepsi's back we don't get any new promo from britney but no they do this pre-show with the cheetah girl oh um uh uh, uh bylon bylon Adrian yeah. bylon yes so 
she's like on this pre-show with this other guy who's like so hot. I forget his name. And I just Skype <laughs> in for one of them. Yes, you did. And I just promoted Britney. Now joining us live from New York City, we've been showing off his work all season long in the form of our X Factor Gifts of the Week. He's the man behind realitytvgifts.com. Welcome to the pre-show. Hey guys, how are you? Well, first of all, we're doing great gear. We want to thank you so much for keeping us entertained with your weekly gifts to us. Thank you so much. We had so much fun watching them. Did you have fun making them? Of course. <laughs> I mean, it's, you guys just did the Britney face. The... Kyle, I mean, your site, Reality TV Gifts, is uh, hours and hours of entertainment. So where was this idea born out of? Actually, to be honest, it wasn't really supposed to be anything. I made it for myself and my friends, and it just kind of took off. And I had to do a GIF of the week. I just wanted to do Britney every, and they're like, no, like you can't, they're like, you can't keep doing Britney gifts. Like you have to mix it up. And I'm like, well, she's the only one that's providing anything GIF worthy. Yeah, it's true. You know, as a, as a GIF artist, <laughs> there's no one else on this show that is like, Mm-hmm. So I had to like mix it up eventually, but I really did try yeah. to have it all be Britney. You did that. But um, we go live. We go live. And um, the live premiere kicks off uh, with an iconic moment. <laughs> Speaking of tits out, tits, tits flew. Tits flew right into the premiere. You know, it was cold. Yep. Cold as fire, hot, hot as, as ice. ice. Um, <clears throat> Khloe Kardashian, who is announced as the co-host, which I thought she was great. Yeah, she I did I thought she was really fun. Yeah, she was fun. Her nipples are the star of the premiere. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it was just like, they even had it on Keeping Up With The Kardashians. They did. It was like part of their season. <laughs> and we're literally live. Khloe's tits are like out and Simon's like, oh, I see that the air conditioning is on a little high tonight. And it was just like, it was really good live TV. That was good TV. Yeah. yeah. And it it took away from anything tragic happening with Britney, which was, yeah. thank God. Yeah. I honestly don't even have very good memories of her live because I feel like they cut it to very tiny moments for her. Yeah. We, there really was like no, I mean, there are. There are. <laughs> But anytime, basically, anytime she was allowed to speak, it was iconic. Right, but, but there was nothing that was like super humiliating, like no. her tits hanging out or like falling no. or like whatever. So we go live, and <laughs> this is where, like you said, it's just they cut. It's super short. Yeah. So I don't even. How should should we just like run down the list? Yeah, they're the most memorable ones. Okay, so we'll start. I know how we'll do this. So first off, Cece Frey. We'll right. discuss her. So this is another one of the contestants because we don't need to go like a week by week. No, we X don't. Factor, because no. it's not whatever. <laughs> so there's this girl, Cece Frey, and Brittany just like doesn't have it. Like does there's no connection. Very, very apparently does not care for Cece. No. So one of my favorite moments is they're arguing back and forth because this is Demi's girl, right? Yeah. And so Demi and Simon are like going back and forth because Demi's like hardcore in it with this girl. Simon's basically saying like, maybe you're not a good mentor. And it's just kind of picking a fight with Demi the yeah. whole time. Yeah. They're going back and forth. LA gets into it and it's this very heated, elaborate discussion. Yeah. And then they're like, so l- let's find out what Brittany thinks. <laughs> Brittany, what do you think about this? And she sits there and she pauses for a second. And then she leans into the mic and she just goes, sorry, I just don't get it. And sits back. <laughs> my guess, about, like, my guess is that she'll that. be at the bottom again. She'll be it's at the bottom tonight. again. We'll see. I know that I'm right. 
sorry, I just don't get it. Say something to Britney. Nobody talks to You got to the so queen much lips. Like Say that. something to Britney. And it was so fucking funny because they all had so much, so much to, to say. say. And she just sat in and was like, I just don't get it. She and <laughs> could not have been more disinterested in Cece Fry. Nope. And then comes for her. Last night, I thought you had like an identity crisis. I felt like you were trying to be like Keisha or something. I feel like you're trying to be like Keisha or something. I felt like you were trying to be like Keisha or something. <laughs> Which I have to imagine it was written on a paper and she read it like that because I don't think an earpiece would like she's trying to say Kesha <laughs> because th- I believe Cece's wearing like um, glitter and, and like animal print and stuff and looking very like right the one that glamour. she said like I don't get it like she was kind of mm-hmm. going there was like a, a very Kesha yeah. look yeah she was definitely like uh, biting Kesha a bit so totally Brittany finally called it out and yeah. said, I feel like you're trying to be Keisha or something. Her Till the World Ends collaborator. This is the remix. Right. This, this <laughs> is the first start of her not knowing how to pronounce Anybody's the names, names of people that she collabs with. No. Which we'll get into in later years. Yeah. Later, more recent, very recent years that she still doesn't it's know true. the names of who she's collaborating with. Nope. Um, so those start out that are really good. Also, we get a lot of like, I feel like you're a true star. True star, sweetie. Uh, true, star true star is the cool and amazing of 2012. Definitely. Um, very cool, very true star. A lot of true stars, a lot of sweeties. A lot of sweeties. I, a long time ago, did a video called Baby One More Time. And then One what is really probably my favorite yeah. of all time, uh-huh. which we've quoted a lot yeah. throughout this, but this is where it really comes from. Yeah, this is the origin. Yeah, so one of the guys performs R. Kelly, I Believe I Can Fly. Yeah. That's who sings it, right? Yeah. Yeah. He does this song. Now, before we get to the iconic moment, there is a moment where she first says, I feel like you were a Vegas lounge act. Oh, that's right. Which I was like... um, nostradamus me. Yeah. She's (laughs) low-key predicting piece of me. Yeah. Um, And then Chloe, who was totally fucking with her. Yeah. So, Brittany, you said that he should have done a different song. Like, what song do you think he should have done? And you see her, like, smirk and, like, look at the contestant. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're totally fucking with her. Yeah. And she says... You said that you thought he was very loungy. What kind of song would you have him do if you were his mentor? Something more urban. More urban? Like what? Something more urban. (laughs) Something more urban becomes a meme forever forever and it describes every album she's made ever since yeah something more urban just urban is a she has described circus uh she's described every album as urban she really has uh domination domination is going to be a little more urban yeah yeah larry gave an interview recently and said it's going to be urban so we're getting a lot of urban name yeah Yeah, so something more urban hashtag literally made no sense given the song that was already performed. Like, it just, I'm like, what are you talking? Like, so then Chloe not only asks that, but then she follows up. Yeah. She's and like, says like, Oh, what, well, what song? And Brittany says like scream by Usher. Do you have a song? Just so like scream by Usher. I love it. Okay. 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 That's a good idea. I felt like you took him to church. <laughs> Something more urban. 
which is a bop. Oh yeah. She, at least the taste jumped out. The with taste that response. I mean, she knows. But like, oh my god, it is so fucking funny. It is. And I really felt like Chloe was fucking with her in like a playful way. Yeah. But Brittany was ready. She came armed with her urban track. She- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The thing is, I actually feel like she she's just not very articulate with her ideas but like the concept for the video circus is basically about you know a circus she has the vision for these artists right she just can't really say it no especially and I not feel live. like she especially on the fly like that no in on a live which you know, unpredictable yeah like, like unpredictable for her I mean, she is very unpredictable but like in a live she's sense ori- yeah yeah she's the original she's unpredictable mm-hmm. which is why i felt like she would have been such a better mentor because Definitely. they did have this element to x factor with like production and backdrops and props yeah and you know like fifth harmony did that really good anything can happen anything can happen with the bow which was great yep and so i felt like she would have been better as like a judge's mentor and helping with the live production yeah aspect like mm-hmm. helping them pick the look i can't i f- completely it's crazy that Bobby fifth harmony was on this fucking season yeah well Started out as Lilas. Lilas, one, four, three, two. Yeah. Fifth Harmony. And then Fifth Harmony. Now, the final, literally the final Britney moment, because it was at the finale. Yeah. Carly Rose, Fifth Harmony. Yeah. So her little girl makes it to the finals. <laughs> her little <and> Bobby. <laughs> they're like, and the next person going through to the final, like, whatever, is Fifth Harmony. And they all freak out because they weren't expecting it. Yep. And it pans immediately to Britney in one of, the most iconic definitely one of the most where she looks shocked and i want to say like you kind of see in her face that she's like why her face is very are you fucking yeah it's like are you kidding me (laughs) confused yeah and then she says something to carly she does she's like don't worry these girls are basic (laughs) literally (laughs) like she's all in for her girl she is yeah she's she's like so confused (laughs) she's like i don't even know who these girls are yeah because didn't they like not do well that week or something no like they yeah and it was like predicted that they were going to get the boot. Yeah, they and then, were like half floppy the whole season. Right. I mean, on their career as well. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just going to say it right here. If we want to talk about X Factor and we want to talk about Fifth Harmony, mm. it's Normani. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Normani has the X Factor of that group. Yeah. I'm just saying. But anyway, <clears> she can <throat> dance, she can sing, she's got the star power. That's all I'm going to say. That's all um, we're saying. I'm ready for it. Not all five had the X Factor. No. Anyway. Anyway, love and light and positivity. I'm just, um, if I were a judge, I would just say, like, Normani, you're going solo next week. Right. At the judge's house. That would be me sitting and in my... And you're going home, Camila, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> sitting on my couch from overstock.com, I would be like... <laughs> and you're going home, sweetie. Normani, we're taking you solo. Anyway. See you soon. See <laughs> Yeah. But, but anyway, um, yeah. So we get that shady moment. Do you remember at the finale event when they're all walking down the red carpet and she just walks right past <laughs> oh, her. God. Oh god. And that's like literally her own team. Like Yeah, it's B, right? It's yeah, Beatrice. B- yeah. Beatrice is just, just like, like standing there and is just is like trying to <laughs> <at> Brittany. <laughs> and Brittany just like, walks, just walks straight, straight past, past her. her. She's like, oh my God, why is Halsey trying to get my attention? <laughs> oh no. Oh hi Avril. Hi sweetie. <laughs> Yeah, that is a terrible moment captured on video, and you can watch it over and over of her just walking past her own teammate completely, like, not even doing anything. And you can see her face, like, 
be disappointed as Brittany walks by. Like, oh. Yeah. She's like, oh, thanks, sweetie. <laughs> and then, um, mercifully, the series comes to a close and we're Who done. Won? It was that country flop, right? Wasn't it a, a country flop? I don't know. Trace. No, no, not Trace. Who? That's the other thing. It's like these talent shows now, it's like they don't really invest in their winners. No, not at all. Yeah, Tate Stevens. Right, 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 right. Literally who? That's the other thing that I hate about these shows is that when you win, you're supposed to get like a record deal and like whatever. And yeah, it was the case for... The beginning. The beginning, yeah. But I'm just going to expose award shows here. Yeah. Um, for everyone that watches them, they're a money cash cow and now what they do is every single week they release everything on iTunes and they just bank money off of everyone the whole time versus yeah. a, literally in the beginning, no one would get anything. Yeah. Like you had to go on stage and sing with like a guitar and no music, no background vocals, no yeah. band. And then eventually you got the compilation at the end of the year. Yeah. That American Idol season one, like holiday festivities or right. whatever. And you were like so fortunate to yes. be added to that. Yeah. And to be added on the tour. Yeah. Now every single week they just cash cow Put everyone. On iTunes. The season ends and it's like... I think they learned that from Glee because Glee started to do that. That's true. They were like, wait, people like these songs. Just put it out as soon as it comes out. Right. And then the show ends and they're like, okay, bye, sweetie. See you in three months with the new season. And yeah. it's like, oh, Yeah, great. they just like pimp out the performance of the week and that's why you get like some local rendition of Toxic at number one for a week and it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's like fleeting 15 minutes. Yeah. It's awful. Anyway. But anyway, so <laughs> final thoughts on the X Factor. Um, there were some slay looks yeah. here. By the time we got to the live shows, I thought she was much more into it. Yeah. Probably because it wasn't these like eight hour, 10 hour days. It was like you go and you're there for like the two hour live two show hour and then show. you leave. Yeah. Um, and minimal participation. Well, not minimal, but like more closer to what she's used to of like, a concert. Sure. So it's like a concert a week. Yeah. And there were some looks. I wasn't into the bangs. No. There was a lot of looks at the bangs. That school girl look. It was like the big collar. Oh, like, yeah. They always combined her mm. fiercest looking outfit with the most mom hair. Yep. And it then like her good hair looks would have like a super mom outfit. True. They never got the two together. Yeah. It's like that rule of like if you show a lot on top then don't on bottom it's just like with her hair and her outfit it's yeah just like if you're sexy with your hair we're gonna make you look like a minnesota mom there was that one red jacket with like a bra showing mm-hmm. that was pretty good but we got like literally the gif where she like the moment where she says something more urban mm-hmm. that look was actually a serve that was so at least we have that <laughs> at least we have that at least she didn't look like awful in that she actually looked fierce when she said that yeah it was um the bangs were so bangy yeah like see that outfit slays but like yeah i don't know it was interesting it was definitely interesting and cool and then one time she had like a flower that dress. one was yeah, that that flower dress was tragic. Also, that blue one with like the oh. bead beading and stuff was. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> we're just like looking through. The bangs were the bangs. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so final thoughts from that were, for me, I was deeply relieved that it was over. I never want it to happen again. <laughs> uh, I, I will say that. 
the gifts have gone the distance. It's been really six have. years. And to this day, if like some politician tweets something stupid or if somebody says something ignorant on Twitter, like locals and everyone are using Britney judging gifts. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is still using, everyone's doing the gifts these days. Yeah. They do still hold up. They do. The faces still, I mean, just this past year was when the, and you're going home, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Meme really took had off a again. New resurgence mm-hmm. on Twitter and Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my final thoughts on it were I thought she came out of it unscathed. Yeah. Like it didn't hurt her in any way. I didn't think it like diminished her star. I think it was fine. I think it was fine. I, this is also where I feel like I start to change my my mentality in like because I've I mean I've always looked at her as an entertainer. Yeah, this is kind of where I start to see the comedy in it. Not that I'm like laughing at her, right? But I'm learning to like appreciate the funny things that she says and like these moments where she is over it. Yeah, like when you, in Peace of Me, when you see her like dancing and you could tell she's over it. Like I find humor in it. I don't find that like angry stan jumping out where like some people get mad yeah i have started to appreciate all of it for what it is at this point i think so too i think it was almost like making do with what we have yeah because it comes back to that awkward moment of being a britney fan where you have to understand that there's something awkward happening but at the same time her personality comes through in it does moments and yeah, but now that we have the clarity of a post glory world, we can see that that right. was a lull. That was a low point. It was, but it's also from femme fatale to now is really where you start to see when she's completely fucking over it mm-hmm. or she's really, really, really into it because at the end of this year, so X factor wraps up at the end of the year, basically there are a couple moments in the fall outside of the X factor Yeah, where okay. I just remembered one really good one. Do you remember when she did the newlyweds game with Simon this year as well? I think this was, but she does the newlyweds game on a late night show and she's like dressed in that kind of schoolgirly, sexy look. Oh yeah. And one of the moments was like, he says like, um, he's like joking with her and he's like, I like working with loony people. And she laughs and she's like, oh God, I'm great then. And I think Demi Lovato did a good job also. I didn't know what was going to go on with her because I heard she's a little loony. (laughs) Can be. Um, But she was very good on the show. That was part of the attraction. (laughs) Yes. I like working with loony people. Oh God, I'm great then. (laughs) No, only because I'm quite loony as well. And she has like a little moment where she kind of pokes fun at herself. She does. What this the elephant in the room right and it's like a kind of a cool moment because she's like kind of like acknowledging something yeah yeah which i think as fans then we could also the fact that she was saying it yeah in moments like that and also in like the et and on ellen and she's kind of acknowledging yeah the these things we can then spot it out and instead of like assuming things or whatever we can kind of not relate, but like it's really understand. understandable. It helped us through. I think there were there were moments where she was kind of like saying things that we were like, okay, so you you are aware of this right. behavior and stuff. Yeah, that that loony comment was like uh, very um, telling. Right. I don't know. There was and the fact that she had a sense of humor about it. Yeah. I feel like for me as a fan, then I it's was allowed. Yeah, yeah. It was almost like validating me, allowing myself to have a sense of humor about 
these moments where she was uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but she was still getting through it. Yeah. And because um, the one thing I've always, because I have really bad anxiety, so I always notice when she plays with her hands yeah. when she's super nervous. She because does. And I do that. Fingers. Yep. Yeah, I am a very anxious person. I'm like probably the most socially awkward human. And so <laughs> not that I like like seeing her anxious. But it's relatable. It's like, right. I don't find like it's I don't find that entertaining because it's like she's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I understand it when yeah. I see it and I'm like, she's getting through it. She's powering through it as we see Strong later. Brittany. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think one of the things as a Britney fan, especially if you uh, uh, relate to that at all, is like, I guess that's one of the good things of X Factor is like you got to see somebody who's going through whatever she may have been going through at the time, get onto the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of, um, kind of inspirational. Yeah. And like not letting it hold her back. Yeah. Which was good. So there was good that came out of it. I just would never want her to do it again. No, I don't think it was the best role for her. I think there could have been a different, definitely a different mentorship that would have been better for sure. But, um, yeah, I feel like that wraps up X factor. That wraps up X factor. I think in parallel to the X factor going, cause we want to talk about some sleigh moments mm-hmm. that happened in the fall because like we had said before, we were thinking, you know, are we going to get something new from we're her? We're always that thinking that the Britney fans, if you, at any given time, if you look at the forums, somebody is like single dropping next week, it's called apple pie. It's mm-hmm. just constant lies and deceit. It is. Um, I don't know why we do that more than any other fan base, but we're just constantly like new album, new single promo yeah. coming. It's a full, it's a global campaign. They're spending millions. Well, I know exactly why we do it because we're the thirsty. past, no, well, no, because the past few years, that's sort of how you find out about it. It does yeah. happen. Like it the, does happen like quickly. The domination thing. So <laughs> we started recording this. Um, <laughs> that's true. I want to say the end of the summer. Yeah gearing up for you know October and our original plan was we're going to end this at the end of the year all 20 years and then she's going to be done she's not you know she didn't re-sign Vegas we were kind of waiting for that to happen Mm -hmm. and then we're in the middle of recording and all of a sudden she's like oh I'm going to be on Ellen I have an announcement of announcement of announcement Mm -hmm. and just was like surprise I'm coming back surprise and it's called domination and And we were like what well she didn't say anything but (laughs) true (laughs) the graphics told us yeah um, me arriving in hell me was my favorite <laughs> caption of that. But yeah, it's true. It does kind of just happen. Yeah. It um, really does just like happen out of nowhere. Yeah. So I guess we're kind of like, so that's why we never know to that. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, in anyway, October, new single year, coming out next week, by the way, you guys, what? <laughs> oh, oh my God. We're For all a split second. I literally just like, <laughs> we're just forever gullible. Well, Cause you know, you know more than I do. I so I if there was tea. a new single coming out. You would know. Uh, um, yeah. But anyway, back to 2012. So in the fall, we get a couple moments and there is a Grammys tribute. Yeah. So, and I think this kind of went overlooked as it happened. There was a Grammys tribute to Whitney Houston who had died earlier in the year, obviously. Um, huge loss for the music community. And she gets on stage and actually shares the story of how she went to New York and sang, I have nothing in front of the um, execs at Jive at the time and got her record deal and says that, you know, Whitney's always been with her and her music and a huge inspiration. Please welcome Grammy Award winner, Britney Spears. When I was a little girl dreaming about being a star one day, I would sing along to my favorite three artists day and night in my living room. 
I would annoy my brother and anyone else who would listen to my little versions of songs by Madonna, Janet Jackson, and last but definitely not least, the great Whitney Houston. Then when I was 15, I got my big shot. I was in New York City auditioning to try and get my first record deal. I sang Whitney's I Have Nothing for the executives at Jive Records and they signed me. So I guess you could say that Whitney has always been there for me when I needed her. Through her work, Whitney Houston will always be there for all of us. So I wanted to be here tonight to say thank you to this beautiful, gifted woman who inspired the countless others all around the world to try and sing along. And it was a very nice moment that I think was kind of out of character for her because, I mean, public speaking is no easy task for her. And it was kind of um, nice. Well, it was very nice of her to like have that moment and share her story, which she didn't really need to do. I mean, when you have like a tribute of that, someone of that stature, you get all these like massive powerhouse vocalists who Mm -hmm. do these things. It was nice of her to like do anything. And, and yeah, she like gave some interviews on the red carpet and was just singing her praises. And I thought that was a very nice thing that she did. Yeah. Cause she does owe getting signed to Whitney actually, which is insane. It's insane. It's part of her legacy. So, and that's another thing I've always loved about Britney. And I don't, I don't know if we mentioned it in the years prior, but there was that moment where she was with Christina at the VMAs. I don't know if we mentioned it in that that episode. Right. Where they presented and they yep. came out and they like had this playful little banter and then it literally cuts to Whitney. They like introduce Whitney and she just like belts out this note. Ladies and gentlemen, Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears. I know what boys like. Getting to perform on stage at Radio City, meeting Janet Jackson, Eminem, anyway. Well, the one thing that would make this night complete for us on a personal level is to bring out a singer who needs no introduction at all. And we don't even need to say her name. Just listen to her voice. Yeah, she's always like loved Whitney and Mariah and Janet. Like definition of legends only yeah yeah so it was a legends on legends moment it was, it was. it was really good that she did that i thought it, mm-hmm. it, it was kind of appropriate i felt yeah so i was happy that it happened but yeah so that was one of the um better moments to come out of the year um for her i thought it was a nice thing to do um we also get a l magazine photo shoot at that time and this is triggering all of us uh she's like doing a a power note in front of a microphone mm-hmm. and she's like sitting down and looking at sheet music, I believe, or vinyl sheet music, I think. Yeah. It's this a good shoot. Photo shoot is a serve. She also like does a callback to 07 and has like a glam photo of her holding Starbucks walking out with sunglasses, mm-hmm. which is genius. Yeah. Very ahead of its time. Yeah. This whole shoot is a sleigh. Yeah. She kind of says music's coming. I don't even remember if there was a real tease, but I don't know. The photo shoot looks like she's recording the album of her career, which is, (laughs) but um, at the same time that month, it's the five year, or no, at that time it's 2007 to 2012, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yes, five year anniversary of Blackout already. And so she pays tribute to it by saying like, thank you fans for, it's been five years for Blackout. Mm -hmm. Blackout 2.0 anyone? 
obviously setting the fandom ablaze. It's, you can't say that. You can't say that. Uh, everyone's immediately like, she's in the studio with Danger, Carrie Hilson, and she's making the album again. And right. And seeing Dark Child and like the X Factor. Everyone got on the Carrie Fairy. was like, oh, is she really doing this? Oh, and yeah. It was, at the time I was writing, she's in the studio with Dark Child and Danger because of that tweet. Right. It's just. And. And we sure got Blackout 2.0. Well, I think we got Blackout 2.0 in 2016. But anyway. I'm... Well, yes. Maybe she was just thinking about that album. Yeah. <laughs> she... <laughs> um, um, yeah. That was not a good tweet. That was not a great tweet. Very misleading. And then. Uh, but you know what? She does uh, give us a musical moment. Oh, she does. So in November, we get numerous sleighs. Now, what's so funny to me about this whole thing, looking back, is how not into X Factor she was. Right. But then outside of X Factor, she fucking served mm-hmm. in like all of this stuff. Right. And so in November, we get Scream and Shout, the song, the video. Yes. Which is one of my favorite Britney tracks. Kyle standing. Kyle jumped out about this track. <laughs> I fucking love it Scream is and Shout. A Jersey anthem. As- Do you hate it? Uh uh, I, I feel think, like I've never asked your opinion I know. on like, what you actually think about Scream and Shout. Because every time it comes on, you're like, oh, there he goes. There he goes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, what do you think? When it came out, I was mad. Really? Yeah, because I don't like... Because well, it was Will's song, maybe? Will, I really like, was so was, mad at Will. Right. She's technically... It's on Willpower. Exactly. She's featured. featured. Um, I like it a lot now. Actually, Piece of Me elevated it for me. Mm-hmm. I think it's so much fun in Piece of Me. And she's not even really performing it. It's the dancers no. that come out. And it's still like a really fun lights. We love the look of lasers. We do. Um, and the dancers actually like get so gay. And they like vogue it out and have a fan and everything. And they turned it really gay. And it's really fun. I actually love the song now. Mm-hmm. And since it did so well among the locals, it's like, that was her late last, well, then work bitch would be, but like one of her last, like true, anyone in the community will know about this song. Yeah. Like, like this song was a hit. Super hit. I remember, I have a memory going out in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Oh, in Jersey? Hearing it, like mm-hmm. a, in the midst feathers? of like, <laughs> no, I think I was at Jenks. Oh, God. I was at Jenks and it was um, like a just a standard night out. And yeah. it was like mixed in with like all of the hot music at the time and i was like oh she's and like people were living for it and i was like oh like people know this it's a lot of fun you you can really easily speak sing along with it yeah and then you get an it's britney bitch drop which i think was done really well it really was like we i'll give will credit here he took something that is i mean we stole it too for the title of our podcast oh we did that's true but like i mean what else you like it's just we're not trying to claim ownership of it it's just it's britney bitch it's just it, it kind of people fucking love that yeah like and i think he did he sampled it so well it's the perfect drop and it should never be done again right by anyone because it's fine now yeah um she also thought that's where the phrase originated for a hot moment there remember when she was right. doing interviews and she was like well you know it's you know he just told me to say it yeah and it's like <laughs> Do you, no. do you know that you said it once five years before? That? Yeah, like you you recorded this in like 06 or early yeah. 07. Yeah. Oh, God. But um, anyway, yeah, she... Uh, I I like the song now. I, re- I looked at my original review and I it's funny, I did the pros and the cons because I didn't like Will and I didn't like the fact that it was kind of local sounding. 
but I also... It is not local sounding. Well, I mean, it's like a willpower song. It's like... True. It's just like, it sounds like willpower song. But I loved British Knee. Yes, British Talk Knee. Which, as I found out, is because Talisa was originally on the song. And I think she probably just followed that guide demo and was like... She probably loved to do it. Like, she probably was just like, this sounds good. Like, yeah. let's just keep it going. Um, yeah, and... Uh, the the video helped it to be a serve. I think the looks in that this, video. The video elevated it for me. I remember the the um, gloves. All of her fingers are not in them correctly. Oh, yeah. They're like flopped on the sides. Well, well, call it out. I mean, this is like really where you, you overlook certain things because it's mostly a slide. Yeah. So this video, she served like kind of editorial. Two videos. Fashion-y. Yeah. The yeah. first one is like the hair slicked back and the headband. And then the second remix video is like we get the high pony. Fierce ponytail. It's all, all the looks are a fucking slay. Yeah, very and slick. I remember the one thing that I was like shook by, which this has absolutely nothing to do with me, but I'm just going to say that it does. So I feel better about it. The director of the video, mm. there was an interview with him where he said, like, we really wanted to make it look cool for, like, GIFs and stuff that, like, fans make. Yeah. And he said that it was inspired by GIFs. And, like, so there's all these moments that literally, like, you... They're gifable. Like, the moment where she's holding the two um, burning balls. Which immediately people have put Lotus yeah. and, <laughs> and Bionic. Meme. Like, all these, <laughs> like, the hair, like, the ponytail whipping. Yeah. There's so many GIF worthy moments basically kyle invented this video and i was like mildly shook because i was doing i mean my site was taking off and i was very into the gift world then yeah i was like oh my god i'm being subtweeted yeah you are and actually a little ahead of its time because lord knows now every fucking video is purely for gifts and reaction memes and things like that like reality show confessionals yeah everything everything edited to be like shareable yeah mass shareable tumblr sets yeah this so, video was a fucking slay and yeah they it was... premiered on x factor <laughs> and do you remember her face after it premiered yeah this the legendary is... like ew face yeah this is um if you want the perfect encapsulation <laughs> of this like britney being completely over it and then fucking slaying <laughs> yeah in this three minutes it, it's completely encapsulated. Yep. There, Mario's like th- this this amazing new song with this amazing <laughs> video, and you're gonna premiere it now. And she just sits there with like she's so disgusted and nervous yeah, and yeah. just like horrified yeah. that it's gonna play. But like the video fucking slays, and it premiered on X Factor, and I was like, <laughs> she was so she anxious. was disgusted. Yeah, she made like a ew face. Yeah, it was like she was embarrassed by it. Instead, she has like a very fierce moment. She gets very intimidated and like intimidated. S- <laughs> Don't you be intimidated? Yeah, <laughs> I will say that's like consistent through throughout post oh seven. Yeah, she it hates... happens again like with work bitch. Like it's like she's scared of her own sleigh. Absolutely, and I'm like, what? Uh, Carpool karaoke. She could not stand singing her own songs. True. She hates her music, and I'm like, uh, can you just slay? Like, yeah. recognize the sleigh and. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I love humble knee, mm-hmm. but sometimes I feel like it goes way too far where she's like genuinely horrified by her own sleigh. And I don't yeah. think that that's a good thing. Like, no, she like fully does not think she belongs anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, you fucking killed it. Like, like when she says in either Femme Fatale or I am Brittany Jean, like I used to be, well, actually no, for the record, she says I used to be cool. I don't yeah, feel she's like, like that I used anymore. To be a pretty cool chick. Uh, 
And I'm not that way anymore. <laughs> That's literally how she... Thank you. That was acting. That was acting. <laughs> this is acting. See ya. Um, yeah, she um, does not think she's cool. I know. And she is. That is just kind of who she is right now. Yeah. And I, I think like fans don't get that fully. Like No matter how many times she showed how uncomfortable she is, they still like want to think that she believes in her legacy, but she doesn't like yeah it, i think there's a lot of times where i mean it's something we see from here on out yeah where these like moments of where she's like scared to be her best mm-hmm. which i think ugh, is kind of like hashtag relatable totally is like not feeling fully confident or like i don't know but scream and shout was a sleigh it was and there's also another sleigh that there happens is. um which is another perfume commercial. Lo and behold, her perfume commercial. Although at this time, Scream and Shout was a good video, as was the remix video. But then we get Perfume Fantasy Twist, which is a mixture of fantasy and midnight fantasy. I erroneously said it was fantasy and curious, maybe, in I the mean, first episode or something. And uh, just slammed with hate comments and death threats. <laughs> and just, in fact, this is a mixture of her two most successful fantasies apparently right and as of right now everybody there's has one un- well there's we have another one we have another one which oh rainbow fantasy rainbow just fantasy came out. which color is your fantasy yeah so well, our content is already dated uh yeah but uh for fantasy twist because it is a dual fantasy and if you haven't seen it it's like a ball kind of like a twisty thing where like mm-hmm. you can get kind of like a christina aguilera by day and by night literally <laughs> And you can have two different fragrances. And so, uh, fittingly, she does different characters. She loves to play a character. She really loves to play a character in this. Here, we get whoever the character of Blackout is. She's like a mysterious woman with black hair and a big cross. And she's Gothney, which is uh, my favorite. Um, we also get kind of Egyptian mm-hmm. Like It's very Cleopatra. She basically just took her outfit from Femme Fatale Tour, Give Me More, and was like, let's just slightly alter that and make it a little more Cleopatra. And like high end. Yeah. Fat, like she's definitely better than Femme slaying. And then we get sort of like flapper, old Hollywood, beaded dress knee kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. All three of these looks are fucking stunning. They are. She is feeling herself in them. Oh, and we also get like, um, she comes out in just like a regular silver dress, right? And as she enters the elevator, I think. Or was yeah, that it's the- like the concept is like when she goes into this elevator, it's like every floor is yeah. a different fantasy personality mm-hmm. or like, yeah, literally a different fantasy. <laughs> fantasy. Which you know she loves. She loves a hotel. She loves a hotel. She, she loves, loves a, a fantasy. Concept. She loves a fantasy. She loves playing a character. And how does she not have hotel fantasy? <laughs> I mean, if you have circus fantasy, you can have whatever. Anyway, are you checked in are you... or are you checked out? <laughs> Don't ask her. That's about. a concept. That's a concept. Literally, like, how fitting is that? Thank you. Someone steal that. You're yeah. welcome. Elizabeth Arden. Yeah. So I think that she really loved doing this. I think there was a behind the scenes of this as well uh-huh. featurette. Sometimes she sets it to gasoline. Yeah. Which is unexpected and it's a sleigh. It is because it's like not really one of the, I mean, it's not a single. No. And it was, oh my God. Yeah. This is like the thing that I think is so fascinating. And we even see it now. It's like these perfume commercials. She fucking loves them. She does. And I'm like, is it just that the, ca- the character 
It's the character. Element. She loves to be somebody else. Because the thing is, you can always tell, we say, you can always tell by the hair. Mm-hmm. But you can also always tell by the makeup. Yeah. Too, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And in this one, every single look has like a very distinct new face. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she like allowed that to happen tells that she was very invested in it. Yeah. Like the old Hollywood glam is very like flapper. Mm-hmm. And she just like fucking loves it. She does. Oh I, my God. These looks are so good. They also have budget. Cause the thing is like compared to industry budget versus makeup and beauty budget. Like obviously we know as, as we're both uh, devout James Charles followers. Hi sisters. And Mua's aspiring Mua's uh, that there is bank in makeup and beauty. True. So I have no doubt that Elizabeth Arden puts up more money than probably oh, sure. her labels have in years for her music videos. Yeah. And they get concepts. Yeah. She's probably like, I want to wear wigs. And they're like, okay, great. And they come yeah. back with a concept that involves wigs Yeah, and she's ready to go. Yeah. So that's why those have always consistently been a serve is because there is money there. And she also is free from having to promote music, which she may or may not be into. It's like, she just gets to do her own fantasy. True. So yeah, we get an amazing visual for fantasy twist. Watch wow. it now. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, there's no iconic quotes from it because it's like, just playing gasoline. Right. But like <laughs> we get looks that literally could be any music video. Yeah. And that kind of brings us to the end of the year when there are reports that she has been quote unquote fired from X factor as if anyone thought that she would be coming back for season three. No, I mean it was probably, she was signed on for one season yeah. from the get go and like she didn't renew the contract. No. Like who cares? Like at so many people do that now. They're just like one season. Yeah. It, it was an experiment uh, it was a very uh, financially successful one for her and uh, a socially awkward one for her. Mm-hmm. And we did that and that's done. So we move on. We do. Yeah. <clears throat> Into yet another. <laughs> I mean, th- this whole journey is just down and up and down, down and up down, down. And down. We're about to get down as possible in 2013 music musically, wise musically speaking that's we really it literally is up and down because there are moments where she's so into it and moments where she's so fucking not it literally is like literally not yeah in it which that is a <clears throat> um tease if you will of what i'm implying <laughs> well we're gonna go we're going there we're going so there. that pretty much sums up the year 2012 does not, not a bad moment a bad i thought year. it was entertaining Scream and Shout is so fucking good. She conquered some fears. She got through. She did. I th- we think that Domination's going to have Scream and Shout because she did that choreo. Peepers. Instagram, peeper literally like all eyes. And she's eyes she are. It's a literal interpretation. Uh, so yeah, that kind of uh, wraps up the year. Um, I guess we should probably say what's the knee. Yeah. What is the knee of 2012? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Anxiety Knee. Uh, This was the tensest year by far, just as far as like, not like personal traumas or anything like that, but just like we had to endure a very public, socially awkward, anxious person for a long time. Yeah. And I, I, we didn't even really like discuss, like I was filled with nerves watching her every week because it was live TV. Same. And you like part of the being a Britney fan is like, you're kind of just rooting for her and hoping that she doesn't get you know embarrassed or feel bad about herself or anything or get spooked get spooked loud noises simon don't yell in her face 
Right. Like, it was, like, that anxiety of, like, are they going to try and surprise her again yeah. on live TV? Yeah. So it was definitely an anxiety need for me, I think. Interesting. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm going to straight up just say scream and shout me. Yes. Because she fucking did that. She did it in the song. She did it in the video. It is still one of my favorite ever. Yeah. It starts, my tits, like, literally drop and f- they shake and fly. Drop, fly, soar across the room. Yeah, bald. Wigless. You can just, like, stand in place and spin like she does in the platform in the video. It's also one of my favorite things. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pony up. We need to find you a platform that does that just so you can, yeah. Oh, my God, literally. Yeah. I'll check Amazon Prime. Not sponsored. <laughs> can you imagine you're in the living room just, like, platform. slowly rotating? All eyes on us. Uh, British knee. Also, there's a really good um, Necky Manage Scram and Shit. Yes. That remix. Scram and Shit we say often. Thank you yeah. again, Necky Manage. It's so funny. I For a while, I only heard those lyrics. Bring the accent. Hey, yo, I think you're trying to be like cashier. Tell the world ends is so last year. Might want to shave those eyebrows, dear, dear, dear. Bitch, stop. Number one, but then you just drop. Printy gents for yes, back on top to watch the rest of y'all bitches flow. I want to scram and shit and get a big hit. And dance a bit, then have a sit. We say, and who are you? Are you? Are you? You are now, now rocking with Will E M and Printy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was amazing. And so now, amazing. um, now that we're ending this podcast is over, sweetie. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> but you're gonna have to wait another week, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, I mean, honestly, anyone who made it through last year is a die like is a diehard stand because yeah. we really took you through it. You're definitely a true star. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've made it here, we really even appreciate it more. Yeah, and it just keeps on going. So join us next week for our most personal episode ever. Definitely our most personal episode to date. Yeah. Well, um, See you soon. See you soon. Thank you so much. That's very sweet. Thank you for your time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.